Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to have you with us today. 503-589-1220 is that power Buick GMC talk line. So, um, you have an opinion today about the proposed vote on this new Salem payroll tax. And it's completely new, folks. It will cost the average worker. In fact, I've got a great uh, email from a letter that you could send or you could email or you could use in testimony potentially this day when the Salem City Council holds a public hearing today on the proposed employee paid payroll tax. Now, the Statesman Journal story, by the way, is a little bit confusing because it says that this is an ordinance that would be referred to the voters. That is... So the, the city council, as I'm understanding this story, and if somebody out there has a very different understanding, would love to hear it. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. In all seriousness, folks, if the city council is referring this to the voters, then... It, it doesn't. It says the proposed ordinance states that the tax will be referred to the voters by July 1st, 2031, to decide whether to keep it in place. So apparently they are actually going their bait. It's a bait and switch, in my opinion, in reading this. So apparently they're going to vote for, although they don't say that it's a work session today, at least in the Statesman Journal story. Now, the text messages and things I've been getting from people over the weekend and late last week was all about this, that they're going to vote on this today. The story says it's a public hearing. Now, if it is listed as a public hearing slash work session, then you know that the possibility exists for them to vote on it today. I'm being, again, everything I'm getting is that, that this would be voted on today. So apparently this is a tax that will cost the average worker Um, five, I believe it's the number here is $509 per worker. It's almost 1%. Yeah, it's $506.24. That's the average. 
So in a time of high inflation, does this make sense? Of course, they're using the excuse, as they always do, because this is the emotional way to get you to agree to vote for this thing. Now, the pushback on the emotional, because they're, they're saying, hey, it's going to be used for fire, police, and homeless services. So how much is going to fire? How much is, and it can only be used, supposedly, for police, fire, emergency, medical, 911, code enforcement, and, un, and homeless, unsheltered services. So how much is going to each? And if the people decide that this is not the right thing to do, then what happens if, if the Salem City Council and by the way, the Statesman Journal story, and, and Ronnie and Art, hang on, because I'm going to get to you both here in just a second. Again, what's your opinion on this? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. There's some other things that are out there that I do want to get to. Uh, anarchist failed to stop a Christian worship event downtown Portland in Pioneer Courthouse Square. This is an Oregon Catalyst story. And, the, and there's some video there, you can see it, but I, I will tell you that they also referenced the story where the anarchists did stop, at least temporarily, our worship service where Antifa attacked us. Christians, men and women and children trying to hold a worship service on the waterfront of the Portland um, waterfront. This was in 2021. The video of that attack is there. You can see it. In fact, if you look, you'll see me in it at some point. Anyway, there's that going on today. There's also, there's a new state law that says, hey, it's okay to live in your RV as, you know, trying to fix the homeless problem. And then, of course, Oregon just expanded free health care to even more illegal aliens that were getting it before. Can you say magnet? Can you say all kinds of problems that we're going to see? Anyway, this new tax, the way to push back on it today, and the Statesman Journal story says that in the previous hearing, almost all the testimony against this thing is against it. There's very little support for it. Now, this is a game changer. This is why what you do today is absolutely important. So how do you emotionally push back on this thing? Because they're using the emotion to say, well, it's going to be used for police and fire. You know, you got to have police and fire. How much of it? How much of it's going to actually be used for other things? Oh, like the homeless services. And what are you going to use that money for? Like really helping get people off the streets, get them the help they need, the mental health services, or getting them the drug addiction because most of them are drug addicted because that's what you do in Oregon, right? You just come to Oregon to get high because it's legal. What do you think about that? Again, 503-589-1220. There is an emotional pushback. I'll get to that, but I have to get to the phones first. We're going to start with Ronnie, then move to Art. Ronnie, go. Yes, number one, 
I went to the meeting about two Mondays ago and addressed that issue concerning uh, why in the heck would you wait eight years after to give the vote to the people? If I live in Polk County, I spend 60% of my dollar bills in the city of Salem. Roughly $4,000 alone just in grocery shopping at various stores. And rest is fuel and other things and commerce. Why in the heck would I, if I had a job and I come to Salem because I don't live in that area, why should I have to pay a tax so I can support drug addiction, no accountability with the NGOs on recovery rates, or any damn thing else? I'm down here in California, on the San Joaquin Valley, watching the aftermath of the flood on the hillside. But nevertheless, uh, the second thing I will address is that uh, it's a no. If you people do not hold these city council accountable, all I see is more grifting, and it's like the universal health care bill. You know, it's Senator Manning and Patterson and around Salem area there. They're going to say it starts in 2026. It's a 7% tax that you're going to start to pay. But here's the results, people. A lot of Canadians used to come down here that may not have been able to get health care. They had to wait eight months to see a specialist right. and everything else. Right. We are heading the same way as veterans in the state of Oregon and from different branches of the military. Our VA system, we get outpatient care, is shrinking. Our specialties are shrinking. Now I got to go to Arizona or Mexico or Texas to receive my care because we are pricing ourselves 14%, 7% for the employees, 7% for the employer, for universal health care to give to illegal aliens, drug addicted, and everything else. We need to take that into the questioning, people, because we got a lot of senior citizens living in the states of Oregon. Where are they going to get their afterlife care and everything else if we're going to cheapen and say, well, you're over 50 years old. We're going to have to get that specialty care or pay for it out of your own pocket if you, ain't got, if you don't have the resource to pay for it out of your pocket. While your property taxes and your jobs, like Marquis Spas, is leaving the state because they see these warnings. 400 jobs in Mike County. We need to take that consideration carefully. And it's like anything else. The pig is always hungry. It's time to cut the head, pig's head off. You're right. Or give them a diet. You're right. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it today. That's Mm -hmm. Ron's view about all of this. Let's go move to Art. Art, good morning. What do you think about the proposed Salem tax? Oh, Jeff. Am I on? Okay. You Uh, are. Yeah. It's ridiculous, Jeff. How much is enough? First of all, they're going to force this tax on us without a vote. And then, oh, Gee, we'll let you vote after we've had this implemented for two years. Exactly. But but the simple fact of the matter is uh, they need the money now, so screw what you think. We're going to zap you now, and then we'll address budget issues or whatever the heck they're doing later. That's (laughs) That's not the way to do business with your constituents. Shame on the commissioners. Well, they're all woke anyway. You and I both know it. Uh, Why don't they quit wasting money on climate change BS? 
uh, like they have been doing, spend their money more wisely, and uh, then once they prove they can spend our money wisely, maybe we can have a discussion. But to exclude us and ram it down our throats and then say, oh, we'll let you have your input in two years is garbage, Jeff. They're not letting the people's voice be heard first, which is absolutely not the way to do business. Well, and do they care? I mean, the Statesman Journal story said that that most of the comments that have come in have been negative against us. So does the city council care, number one? And number two, let me ask you this, Art, just quickly in the last few seconds we have left. Do you think you would be, do you want to vote on this payroll tax as opposed to the city council just imposing it? Well, of course, Jeff, we should vote. There is no doubt. Like I said, they're going to ram it down our throats for two years, and then they'll let us vote. What they're doing is they got a shortfall now, so they're going to zap us, and then they'll figure out some other way to screw us instead of, you know, you know uh, actually being frugal with our money, which they sure as heck are. <laughs> I love it because you're always so succinct when it comes to what the impact of government is. They're going to screw us, folks. Well, God bless you. Hey, thank you. I appreciate you uh, reminding me about this today. When we come back, I will share with you a really important way you can make the emotional argument against this new Salem tax today. Because they're voting on it today, folks. Back in a moment, six points. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 22 minutes past the top of the hour. Yeah, today's the day that you need to be active. If you care, if you work inside the Salem City Limits, you better be active today. Send an email, make a phone call, or show up at today's vote by the Salem City Council to impose a new payroll tax that will cost you about $506 average. Now, if you make more money than the average, it's going to cost you more every year. In a moment, I'm going to share with you the actual what I think is a great emotional argument against the emotional argument they're using to say, well, it's just, they're talking on your heartstrings. It's for cops, it's for firefighters. We all love cops and firefighters because we need cops. We need them absolutely. We need more, not less of them. We need firefighters, paramedics, but we need them to be able to respond to you when you call rather than be used to do what? Take care of the homeless, drug-addicted people hallucinating on the streets with fentanyl, with methamphetamine, with heroin. Because Oregon is a magnet for that. That's what we need. We need them to respond to you when you have a heart attack or a car wreck. Not that they don't. 
But we're using all these resources of police and fire to do what? To take care of the homeless problem. And the homeless problem is a result of the politicians, folks. It's how, listen, there are communities in Oregon that have very successfully dealt with the homeless population. In fact, we're going to have an interview with Kevin Dahlgren. He's been all over um, Fox News. He's from Gresham. He's a guy who has took Gresham that had something like 700 homeless people down to like 15. Why? Because they got them services. They helped people who need to be helped rather than just shuffle them off to someplace else. They, they are not enabling, they're not the classic codependent relationship. So they want you to vote on a new tax to pay for more police and fire and to help the homeless people. Well, how well is that happening today? If the city council would make better decisions about how they're spending your money today, you don't need a new tax. That's my argument. But let's put that aside. Let's consider the emotional argument that really works or should work in the brains of the Salem City Council, which are decidedly leftist, or most of them, not all of them. I'm gonna give that argument in just a second. Folks, in a moment, uh, look, I just do wanna remind you, Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, is that kind of contractor that you can trust to do it right. Especially if you're doing what can be a most probably the most disrupting remodel and that's in your kitchen or your bathroom boy when those things go wrong they go wrong big and it makes a mess of your life and you're not happy you don't get that with eric righteousrenovations.com is his website and you'll see what i'm talking about if you just go there and look at some of the great before and after pictures and customer testimonials Give them a call, 503-341-3816, Many of you have used his services, I know, because he told me that. Because I'm using Eric to do some work on my new home when we get to that point. Because I trust him. You can too. I know where his heart is. He's a man of faith and he lives it in how he interacts with you. To go with great confidence. If you hire Eric Azer, Righteous Renovations, it's going to work out good for you. RighteousRenovations.com, RighteousRenovations.com, 503-341-3816. Here's the emotional argument against this. And this comes from a state employee who shall never be named, but he gets it. I am a citizen of Salem. This person writes, I've lived in the Salem city limits for 15 years. On Monday, July 10th, you'll be voting on a proposal to begin taxing most individuals who work within the city of limits, nearly 1% of their payroll beginning next summer. With all due respect, so right up front, he tells them who he is, he lives in the city, so this matters. And then right up front, he urges them to vote no. With all due respect, he writes, I urge you in the strongest terms possible to stop for a moment and think 
about the immense negative consequences such a proposal will have on our community and to vote no on the proposed payroll tax. And, and this is in bold, folks. And by the way, if any of you want want to use this as a template, just write me, shoot me an email to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. And, I, and I'll send this to you. It, it's a great letter. With all due respect, in bold, I urge you in the strongest terms possible to stop for a moment and think about the immense negative consequences such a proposal will have on our community and to vote no on the proposed payroll tax. Why am I asking you to vote no? Please consider the following. Here's the emotional argument. They continue, this tax will have a direct and negative effect on families by taking hundreds of dollars every year out of the pockets of individuals who work in Salem. With costs just to live are rising for everyone and families are struggling to make ends meet. This is not the time or the way to fund city operation services or proposed initiatives. Please vote no on this tax. Single mothers and fathers and families struggling to provide food and basic services for their children, older citizens seeking to put away as much as possible for retirement will all be negatively hurt by this new annual tax. That's the emotional argument back in a moment with more on it. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Stop the 24 minutes before the top of the hour. Yes, I am emailing to those of you who email me the content of this, uh, this great testimony to the Salem City Council today against citing the emotional reasons why they should not vote to impose this tax today with the promise that, well, you'll get a chance to vote on it in 3031. That's what the news article said. Art said two years, but the news article, assuming that the Oregon's, that the Salem Statesman Journal is correct, says it'll be referred to the voters by July 1st, 3031. And you, the voters, because I don't live in Salem, but those of you who do and work, well, actually, you don't even have to live in Salem. You just have to work in Salem. Okay? we, You will get to decide whether to keep it in place in 3031. Okay? Now, here's what Rich writes about this. Again, 503-589-1220 is a power of Buick GMC talk line. And caller, I'm going to get you in just a second to hang on. But here's what Rich says about the new tax. Listen to this. This tax, when it goes in, will only be used for code enforcement and homeless. They are woke and want to defund the cops. They don't really care about the fire department. Homeless because it's a never-ending grifter hole. More money all the time with no positive results, just like the school taxes. 
How about enforce the laws and start shuffling off to other services to continue the circle of do nothing? Code enforcement, this is designed to put more money in the pocket of the city. More city codes means more money and more hassle of homeowners, but not the elite as usual. Workday, still not working for the state. This will be one of the biggest screw ups the state has ever tried to employ. I bet even the manager of this project has no clue how to fix it. So that's an interesting question. And I want to ask this. Do any of you know, does this apply to state employees or are they exempt? In fact, Art made that question and then he stated that this will cost he and his wife thousand over a thousand dollars a year. What do you think about this? Do any of you know if this applies to the state of Oregon workers or are they exempt? 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news. Let's go to the phones. Caller, good morning. What do you have to say? Good morning. This is Canon Kaiser. And, um, I, you know, what about property taxes? Isn't that supposed to pay for for all these services? And if well, they want more money, does. if they want more money, rather than impose an income tax where people don't have a say, how about they put a bond before the voters, like, you know, it's traditionally done when they want more funding? So operating, they could, they could put an operating levy yeah. in front of the voters, but then they'd have to explain it. See, it's an emergency now because they have a budget shortfall. And one of the complaints in the Statesman Journal article, and what I should say rather one of the justifications of certain members of the city council is this argument that, well, there isn't enough time to explain it to people so they'll understand the benefits. In other words, there's not enough time for us to spin it and brainwash the voters to vote yes for yep. it. So that's why they want to impose it so quickly. What you're suggesting is an operating levy, which is a much different thing. Now police and fire and homeless services have to go out and sell it to the public. Yeah. Okay, that's a much different animal than just as you talked about. So you're speaking the right way. You're thinking about this the right way. Instead of imposing mm -hmm. it, let us vote on it as a special operating levy. That's the right direction. Right. And, you know, also, huh, a year and a half ago, we moved from Salem, <clears throat> had a house in Salem, sold that, bought a house in Kaiser, and our house in Kaiser has a very close to the same value, but our taxes are $1,000 a year less. Wow. Um, you know, what's Salem doing with all the with all the uh, tax money they're taking in. So there you go. <laughs> that's, that's really the central question here, is what are you doing with the money you're getting today and why should we give you more? Right. How are you spending it today? And frankly, to be honest with you, Ken, can you believe what they're telling you in terms of how it's spent today? Because I will tell you, there's all kinds of funny accounting practices that happen within moving money around in city governments. I've seen this time and time again, and I saw it in Kaiser with their proposed 911 tax, okay, years ago. 
Mm-hmm. You reclassify certain things and you move certain money around to make it look like you really have a funding problem when all you've done is repurpose some of that money and you're kind of hiding it. And that's what Rich was talking about in his email. This is what they do. They're going to find a way for most of this to go to city services other than police and fire, homeless and quote unquote code enforcement. That's what they'll do. So asking that question again, Ken, you're Ken, you're thinking the right way. Here's the problem is that today they're going to vote on this thing. You, all of you who work inside the city limits of Salem, you're going to pay this. Again, I don't know about, I haven't read the proposed ordinance. I don't know if it actually exempts city uh, state workers, okay, or maybe even city workers for that matter. But here's the bottom line. You've got to make the emotional argument. And Ken, the dollars and cents argument is part of it, but it's how you make it. It's saying, first of all, what are you doing with the money and how how dare you charge me more when I'm having to put up with all this new inflation, higher cost of living? This is not the right time to do that. Ken, thanks. I appreciate okay, you, you asking great questions. All right. Thank you. Okay. There you go. Now, Bye. here's more of the emotional argument that I can send you that this state employee who should never be named wrote and put this together. He talks in the first paragraph on the emotional argument how much it's going to cost struggling families who are already trying to make ends meet. Single mothers and single fathers. Families that are struggling with food and basic supplies for their kids. Senior citizens just trying to put away more money for possible retirement. All of them are negative going to be hurt with this new annual tax and then here's another argument and Rebecca hang on I'll get to you in a second those who will be hurt he makes this argument will be those who will be hurt the most with this proposed tax are those who earn the least the working poor those who have lower salaries are self-employed and who are struggling to get out of debt, pay ever-increasing rents, and have to work more than just one job to survive. They will all be hurt if you pass this proposed tax. And then he goes on to talk about how it's going to hurt small businesses and business owners who are already coupled with lower profit margins. Why? Because they have to pass on higher inflation costs to you if they can. Sometimes you can't. And then finally, this tax will encourage people who can to leave Salem. You just heard it from Ken. They moved out of town. They now live out of Salem, saved $1,000 a year in property taxes. They're probably going to take this away from them. This will encourage people to flee Salem. You may think this proposed tax will benefit the citizens and workers of Salem, but the unintended and unforeseen negative consequences will be that people will want to live and work outside the city limits of Salem. Others who may be considering moving to Salem will decide that, well, maybe another city or town would be a better place to live and raise a family. Please vote no. I will send you the body of this tax if you want to help make that argument. Let's go to uh, Rebecca. Rebecca, good morning. Good morning. 
When the tea party got started, um, we set up a group of people that attended the city council every single time. And over a period of, oh, maybe a year and a half, it dwindled and dwindled until there were just a couple of us coming and talking in every single meeting. We, we saw them enact so many new taxes. One of them that most people don't know they're paying is a rain tax. We're, in Oregon, right. we're taxed on the rain. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's true. We're paying a tax on the rain, folks. Oh, there's so <laughs> many taxes we're paying. Anyway, the thing, I wanted to tell you that it's, the city council is organized against us in ways that, you, that we need to know. Can I hold over? Yeah, yeah, let's just hold you over and talk about that on the other side. Folks, it's 648. Today's the day. If you don't want this new employee payroll tax that you're going to pay, you need to call the city council or email them or show up today. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. Doug writes an email about another employee tax. It's not a question of whether or whether, whether or, or whether the glorified when. Let me start over. It's not a question of when or whether. The glorified welfare recipients on city councils will ever put themselves in the shoes of the productive. All municipal governments are subsidiaries run out of D.C. The question is, when are the people going to stop believing in the myth that these stooges in office have any authority over them at all? Direct taxation is the great fiction that those in government have the right to live off the sweat, the toil of everyone else. Kind of hard to argue with that. Because so much of the decisions that are made at the local level are driven by federal government decisions, laws of Congress, rulings of the courts. There's a way to push back, but that's a whole nother thing. Before we go back to Rebecca, got to remind you, it's still hot out there. And if your AC isn't keeping up, do yourself a big favor. Call Freedom Heating and Air. They'll come out to your home or your business and they'll do it right away. And they'll fix it. Or they'll figure out what's wrong and give you choices and options about how to be more comfortable. There's a lot of hot days coming, folks. Don't be miserable. Call Freedom Heating and Air, 503-580-1456. 1456. Check out their great website, freedomheatingandair.net. It's all one word, freedomheatingandair.net. Back to Rebecca. Rebecca, go. I never saw the city council one time listen to any of us on any emotional argument. They always passed the tax. And it always was that they had to have more money for the fire and the police. That's always a standard. The uh, the city council is organized kind of in layers. Um, 
the the uh, there's the city council, and then they also have another layer called the urban renewal, and the urban renewal is horrendous. It does horrendous projects all the time. They're the ones that put up the bridge to nowhere uh, for six million dollars um, to in the going to the park, Mindo Park. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. And that's what we were fighting then. And I came with a sign every single week for I don't know how long. Um, and then they finally passed. I mean, they just they just voted in. They don't care what we think. So and, the only way you fix that is to scare them to death. Okay? And the only way you do that, folks, is just you get active. Thank you, Rebecca. If they don't care, you've got to scare them. And the way you scare them is not to threaten them, but to show up. To show up and let them know this ain't cool. And you're not going to put up with it. And there's consequences for it. And you need to think about that. Now, you use the emotional argument, and Rebecca says it doesn't work. I think it does on some. Let's talk to Steve. Steve, good morning. Your thoughts. Welcome. I would be glad to pay $500 a year to help the fire, police, and homeless. I will do it by buying food and giving it directly to a homeless person or a fireman or a policeman who is receiving food stamps. I will not give it to a government agency to redistribute. That's, you know, that's a really interesting uh, idea. I kind of like it. I'll provide receipts and uh, turn them over to the city of Salem to show that I paid my fair share. Because you don't trust how the city of Salem's already spending your money, right? I don't trust how any government agency spends my money. Thank you, Steve. Folks, there's another argument for you. It's trust. What are you doing with the money today? Are you playing funny accounting games with the money today? Do you really need it? How much of police and fire services are being diverted to deal with druggy homelessness people? How are you fixing that? Are you dealing with the homeless problem or are you just part of the homeless industrial complex? It's always asking for more money and more money, but never solving the problem because if you solve the problem, then you're out of a job. By the way, thanks to Power Honda for being one of our great sponsors. Go by their great dealership I did yesterday in, in, uh, in Albany. That's where they're at on Highway 20, right at the south end of the Albany Airport. Get off, go east towards Lebanon, towards Bend, and they're about four blocks on your right. Got a great selection of brand new Hondas and some pre-owned certified vehicles, some really good looking ones too. I saw them yesterday. Go to their website, check it all out. MyPowerHonda.com. Let's go to Gary. Gary, good morning. Go Beebs. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. So I went to the uh, Jesus uh, March on uh, Saturday, downtown Portland. What an amazing event. 
the biggest surprise, I mean, there's probably somewhere between five and 10,000 people there. Uh, we, when we were walking, we took at least eight blocks, uh, to, uh, to fill the, uh, fill the streets, uh, of the marchers and, uh, praising God and shouting Jesus the whole way. But the surprising part of the whole thing was about 75% of the people were on 25 and under. Wow. That's cool. It was amazing. I I didn't even know this thing was happening. Yeah. I didn't didn't know anybody had organized it. You know, did they have security there to keep Antifa away? They did. (laughs) There was no Antifa. I mean, there was 5,000 of us, and I, I saw the, during the whole rally, I saw maybe five of them in there saying, dressed up, and they're like maybe one or two of them, and it would have been suicide for them to even think of uh, entering into that crowd and, and trying to cause trouble. It's about halfway through, I'm going, hey, where are the sparklers and fires? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like like I encountered with Antifa because yeah. they use they they threw eggs at us they threw M80s they maced us they threw our sound equipment into the Willamette River they physically assaulted people it was a bad and by Are the you- way and I'll have that story uh, up on the show plan today Gary thanks so much I appreciate you being there uh, New yep. City Tax Good Tim up. writes an email go Beavs Tim writes an email says what is the Republicans Party position. I don't know. Does the Republican Party of Marion County have a position? Maybe they do. I haven't seen it. But maybe I don't get their emails. What is the Republican Party's position on the new payroll tax that's going to be voted on today in Salem? And number two is how is it included in the party's messaging? I don't know. So those of you that are PCPs and some of you who listen are, let's answer that question tomorrow. Now, I don't know what time the meeting is. Go to the Statesman Journal website and you can see. I think you can find it. It doesn't say what time they're holding it today. For those of you who know, yeah. just go look it up, folks. Go to the city of Salem. Find out what time the agenda is. 6 p.m. tonight, Amanda. See you tomorrow.